0: as the lane, 15, 10, touchdown,
1: Chargers! Well, happy game day and welcome into a week two edition of Chargers Weekly on the road in Kansas City. Alongside Matt Money Smith, I'm Chris Hayre. and Money, I think this was your idea. Do it. Game day. Yeah. Get people excited. You know, we're doing this really early Kansas City, so the pot will drop uh, pretty early LA time. People are jacked up
0: kind of just a uh, little pregame for the folks you know it's a Thursday we could do the recap of the Raiders game Uh, but I think it's
1: better just to kind of
0: obviously we'll lean on that a little bit but uh, just kind of get the people a primer as it's a prime time game tonight first to five the Chargers have this season and get them ready to roll it's going to be a it's going to be a great game we were with the Amazon folks last night you know they've been here seemingly forever for like four months getting ready for this thing so uh, why not? Why not get a look at, you know, since Justin Herbert's been the starting quarterback, you look at these four matchups that they've played, and obviously you take the one out when the Chiefs arrested all their starters, but those other three games have been as great of games as we have seen uh, in these two years that Justin's been the starter.
1: Yeah, two overtimes, and then uh, I think the game winner with 32 seconds left in yep. the fourth quarter, right? Exactly. Unbelievable. Yep. Uh, I was uh, in my room last night. I figured I would uh, put out a little tweet to the fans and i got like 31 questions there we go so we may not get to all 31 but some of them are around the same we'll talk about this matchup in depth but we could quickly go over uh last sunday um i thought it was a pretty complete win obviously the offense stalled a little bit in the second half but what they did in the first half combined with special teams and just the defense's effort was awesome
0: Yeah, I mean, I I guess I'll start with two things that not a lot of people are talking about. And that's one is Zion. You know, I wanted to go back because it it felt like when you're watching the game in the moment that he was having a really good game. And when you go back and and watch it, uh, he had a really good game. Uh, That's that's going to be a lot of fun. The one issue that was kind of interesting is they still really struggled to run the ball to the right side. Um, it, It was. That was an issue, and running the ball was an issue, um, you know. But they they tried to stay balanced. You know, Coach Lombardi tried to stay balanced. It was just it's kind of an odd game from that standpoint. Felt like there was a lot more work out there for for Austin than than he got. Yeah. Um, you know, there were set screen pass. They ended up getting like 18 yards on. Um, so I would expect to see more Austin Eckler in, in this Chiefs game. Felt like there was some stuff left out there for him. Um, but in terms of just pass blocking, I thought Zion did a great job. And then other side of the ball, you know, obviously six sacks and Khalil with three, including the, you know, strip sack to end the game. But man, the middle of that line really collapsed the pocket like Austin and Sebastian and Morgan Fox. They, they had great push on the interior of that line. And that's what led Carr, I think, to just kind of hold the ball and not get it out quick enough. He couldn't find a comfortable pocket. Um, and that allowed, I think, Joey and Khalil to, to come off the edges and really wreck shop.
1: It, stopping the run too i mean it, yeah i think i saw in staley's mic'd up sebastian just at the end good it's like 64 yards or whatever <laughs> he's just showing him hey yeah. we stopped the run raiders didn't really make too much of an effort to run the football
0: they couldn't they, and they could yeah yeah the entire first half i think it was seven carries for 14 yards and there were 16 yards something like that in the first half so that you know and i think that when you're talking about one hand washing the other like Go back to last year. What are the issues on third down? Well, they're third and twos. They're third and ones. They're third and threes because they're ripping off five yards per carry. Um, you know, this against the Raiders, it's third and nine, third and 11, third and 12. You know, all right, pin your ears back. Let's go get them. So that was super effective. Um, and, and now you know why they remade the interior of that line. So you could set up that pass rush on these obvious passing situations on third and longs.
1: I, th- I think the Chargers are still trying to figure out that running game, and I expect a, a, a bigger performance out of Austin Eckler. I thought Joshua Kelly on that one specific drive ran the ball really, really hard. Yeah. Him and Sony Michelle kind of split that running back two duties, and we haven't seen Isaiah Spiller yet, so I think there's still much to be written there. But I like the way Joshua ran uh, on Sunday night. Yeah, he
0: had one. He, he had the best Saturday run of, oh, of the uh, the afternoon evening, however you want to call Whatever it. Yeah, it's it like a 12 yard <laughs> run, I think, uh, to the left side. Uh, through the, if I remember, I right, was through the B gap there. But um, I, I almost wonder, like, if there was a little bit of a, hey, we've got to establish this second back. It's got, you know, let's get Sony out there. Let's get, you know, let's get rolling. And then at some point, I think you just say, look, Austin is so freaking good and so hard to bring down yeah. that you just make sure. You take advantage of that, and I think we'll see a little bit more of that tonight. The other thing is, you know, you look at the three touchdowns, and it's DeAndre Carter, Xander Horvath, and Gerald Everett—three new guys. Yeah, you know, and you wonder about chemistry. Is there enough chemistry? They're not playing in the preseason. Yeah, there's there's chemistry when Justin Herbert's throwing you the ball. um He had such a great game. um That you know, is Max Crosby's. You know, in the conversation, is the best pass rusher in the league. He's so good, and he. He had a game, you know, and it didn't matter because Herbert was just, I think he was so ready for him that um, even though he was in the backfield a lot, Herbert was able to overcome and extend the play, extend plays. And like, there's one, it's so funny, you know, you look at touchdowns and, um, you know, and, and splash plays and stuff. And it goes back to kind of the conversation that Shane Day was having for that ringer article. And he's like, oh yeah, it's this, this third and goal from the four against Cincinnati. So there's one play. Uh, in the Raider game, when I was going through all of the the passes, and um, it's just the middle of the field. I think it was on the opening drive, and um, everyone's covered. I mean, it, it, the coverage is sticky. It's good. I, there's four guys out in the pattern, and Herbert's flush from the pocket. He's rolling to the right, and it's almost just like he sees the future. You know, he he. It's the old anticipation throws, but when you have anticipation plus the power that he has in his arm it's a throw to Everett and everyone's covered and Everett has not even entered his break yet but (laughs) Herbert sees it and he just pumps this throw into a spot and in this split second Everett makes his cut and the ball is right there and it's like a 15-yard completion on a third down to extend the drive that led to the field goal and it was just It's plays like that, that you're like, man, if I'm a defender, I'm like, what can we do? You know, you you collapse the pocket, he's flush. the coverage is sticky and 18 yards. That
1: that was the most encouraging thing for me Sunday is that we're used to seeing this high-flying offense with Mike Williams featured, and Keenan Keenan Allen, who was featured, believe me, first half before he got hurt, um, and, and Austin featured, and then you see an offense that scored 21 points with DeAndre Carter, Xander Horvath, and Gerald Everett. Yeah. I mean, that, that was that was something that I think. Okay, Thursday tonight we may see a little bit more Mike Williams. I think we're going to see a little bit more Austin Eckler, and I think Joshua Palmer, who had three catches for five yards, yeah. may be a little bit different tonight as well. Well, he'll
0: be playing. If I had to guess, I think you'll see you know um, you'll see Josh and and uh, Mike on the outside. Carter will play that slot, yeah. and he'll take over a lot of those Keenan. Um, a lot of those Keenan routes like he did. I mean, he came in as soon as Keenan went out, Carter came in, bang, 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 three receptions, one touchdown, one of the great touchdown catches that we'll probably see all season. I mean, that was a shoestring catch as he's going backwards into the end zone, you know, on a ball that was rifled in there. So um, that's the other thing too, to come out of that game is just, we saw it all training camp. We talked about it all training camp, you know, just for whatever reason, I shouldn't say for whatever reason, every single quarterback, if it was Chase, if it was Easton, if it was Herbert, they loved throwing to DeAndre Carter, especially when the chips were down in the two-minute drill and red zone drill. That guy was getting so much action, and boom, you just saw it come into practice. You know, I shouldn't say practice, but you saw it come into play in the game when it was needed. I mean, it was just like, yeah, that guy's out there. I love throwing to that guy. What a great dimension he adds to the offense that we really haven't had someone like that yeah, in a Chargers uniform in a, in a while. I was trying to remember, like, man, who who would be comparable to to that? You know, just kind of this shifty, quick. But, you know, the thing about DeAndre is he's so thick. You know, yeah. he's like 180, 190 pounds. So, like, the the reception he made on the overroute with Jonathan Abram on his back, I mean, that just kind of shows you, yeah, he's, you know, a lot of people might want to call him, like, this jitterbug kind of receiver. But no, dude, this guy's got legit strength to make that reception with that kind of contact. Um, at the moment of truth, so that was exciting to see as well.
1: That, that acquisition gets lost in the shuffle this off season when we yeah. talk about Khalil Mack and J.C. Jackson and all the guys on defense. Not only is DeAndre Carter a kick returner and a punt returner. He's probably the fourth receiver on this team right now. And you said it during training camp. Guys love throwing to him. He had a great year in Washington last year. Uh, I think he's great for the locker room. And, uh, you know, I I expect to see something out of him uh, against the Chiefs tonight. We we have a ton of questions. You know what,
0: just because you said it, because I know Coach has made a point out of hitting it a couple times. I do want to say this because it's not exciting, but we always bring it up. Uh, I think you saw the difference in special teams, too. Uh, Yeah, Dustin had a missed field goal, but every one of those, yeah, I mean, but every one of Dustin's kicks went out of the back of the end zone, so you don't have to worry about covering kicks, you know, so that's number one. And when you're talking about someone like McCole Hardman, whoever's going to return for the Chiefs, I mean, that's legit speed that they'll always put back there. So one, to have Hopkins be able to boot every ball out of the back of the end zone is a huge win. Two, J.K. Scott, you know, the fourth and one from midfield. When did we ever think, you know, Staley would not go for that in that moment? He's like, I like the way my defense is playing. Pinned him at the two. See, we and, talked about yeah like,
1: when you ha- when you have a solid special teams and a defense that can get after the quarterback and, and turn the ball over. Right, fourth down changes a little. Bit. Yeah,
0: a lot changes a lot. It felt like uh yeah. in that game, and and so I think that's a real weapon now for for Staley to have at his disposal. Um, the fact that the guys hang time was over five seconds. You know that you had no what two returns for two yards, and you know a, a net. I think when when you see gross forty nine, net forty eight. That makes you feel pretty darn good about yeah. coverage, hang time, and just the operation as a whole. And that's going to be important because again, you got fast players on the Chiefs' roster. You know that can really wreck a game. I know Tyree Kill's not here anymore, but you still got McCole Hartman back there, who's freaking lightning quick. So,
1: I mean, Juju, Sky, Moore, Kelsey. I mean, there's yeah. there's so many. Yeah, Sky returned team. a couple of kicks. So yeah. yeah,
0: just to eliminate that option. You know that that possibility. Is a big win.
1: I think we answered this one. This is from Richard under the radar Chargers KC player that could potentially break open the game. I mean, with Keenan out, Palmer's going to get the start, but I think DeAndre Carter is kind of that X factor for the for the team. Yeah, maybe in special teams, but also on offense.
0: Yeah, to me, let's see um, both sides. Is just Chargers or both sides? Both sides. So both sides. Karloff, these look really good. Um, against the cardinals their rookie edge rusher out of purdue he he looked i talked real to xander effective. about him
1: to, uh this week because they were teammates yeah so they may do a little jersey swap but he oh, said nice. he, he knows that that little purdue wrinkle is is new to this chargers yeah. uh, chiefs rivalry too but he's yeah. he, he said he knows his teammate and uh it's just cool a first round pick versus a seventh round pick right and, and xander yeah, exactly. gets touchdown. You know? and,
0: and he might be tasked with trying to slow him down on a chip but yeah so looked good. Um, you know, Chris Jones. That's Chris Jones is not an X factor, but because Chris gets such power, um, pass Russian to collapse the pocket, to have someone like Karlofti's coming off the edge, um, along with Frank Clark is a real addition to his team. So that's something I would keep an eye on uh, for the Chargers. I'm looking at Drew Tranquil again. I think mm. he's just so important in the middle of the field. You know, the what was overlooked in the the Patrick Mahomes five touchdown passes is. I think Edwards-Alaire rushed for five and a half per carry. McKinnon six per carry. You know their their backs were running the football effectively, Um, and that of course loosens things up with play action and getting people to bite. So I would look at those running backs um, because it seemed like that that was how they set up a lot of those big plays. Was these guys are ripping off five six yards per carry. So.
1: You know, that's that's something that I'd, I'd be paying attention to. It's a good point. It's a good segue. More important to a victory tonight. Establish the run or shut down the Chiefs running game? Uh, yes. <laughs>
2: that's <laughs> that, that's my answer to that. Yes. Yeah, you let's know, go you establish
0: both. the run. You keep their offense off the field. You know, you want those long clock churning drives. Um, slow, you know, the thing is, is they, they don't need a run game. You know, yeah. I mean, Patrick... Eh, just looking at the game against the Cardinals, he's throwing the ball. It's out so fast, and and a lot of that was in part because I don't know what the hell the Cardinals were doing. You know, they were blitzing a lot, and the second he saw that fifth rusher, he just went to his hot read, and there was no, you know, there's no uh, there was free releases all over the place, and those passes were out inside of like a second and a half or seven eight yards, and they were content to just take whatever the the defense was giving them and, and easily made their way downfield. So I don't think it's as, as important for the Chiefs to establish the run. I think yeah. it is important for the Chargers to try to Keep that offense off the
1: field. Yeah, I agree with you. Get those seven, eight-minute drives, yeah. maybe with with Eckler and whoever that running back two is going to be. Watch uh, DJ's film room this week too, because he illustrates exactly what you're talking about with with Mahomes and the free releases, oh. and and then the ridiculous throws that, that Herbert made on, on Sunday. Um, player who have the most impact in Keenan's absence, I think we answered that. I think DeAndre Carter and yeah. Josh Palmer. I think both those yeah, guys. Those
0: two, no doubt. I I, I don't.
1: I'd be surprised. I I suppose they'll probably call up Jason Moore.
0: That would be my guess, just to get another big body out there, you know, yeah. keen in size, that that sort of, you know, wingspan. But um but yeah, I think that's what you'll see. You'll see a lot of Josh, DeAndre, Mike, and those three receiver sets. Bolt up Josh. First, how
1: was your trip? It was good. It was a good yeah, it's good. It's been good. Been, been, been a fun. Good, been a good trip, good barbecue. How soon can we see Spiller? Uh that's something I don't know yet. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that. We will see Spiller for sure at some point during the season, hopefully earlier than later. But um, I think as long as Sonny, Michelle, and Josh Kelly can handle these running back two duties, I don't know if there's a a big rush to get him in there.
0: Yeah, my guess is they'll, you know, the the, the running back, I think there's so much trust placed in them for pass protection, you know, more than running the ball. now. You know, look, Sony struggled to run the ball. But then when it was nut cut in time and they needed to have it, you know, they needed, what, three? And he ripped off six to, to basically ice the game and take the knee. So that's a huge win for Sony and, and for trust in him moving forward. And again, the pass protection was pretty good from the back. So I think as long as that continues, you know, that's, that's the number one requirement of a back behind Austin, I think, is pass pro when Herbert's dropping back. Make sure they are a competent blocker and protector.
1: Um, and I think both Sony and Josh showed they're, they're very good at that. This is a good one from Daniel. Uh, what are the coverage schemes and matchups look like with and without J.C.? I feel like J.C. and Devontae Adams would have been the, the, yeah. the matchup we saw week one. It's a little bit different with Kansas City because they throw the ball all over the yard to a bunch of different guys. Yeah,
0: they do. And there's just so much motion, yeah. you know. So I, I, I would – be I mean, he's not going to travel with anyone. You know, the one coverage scheme I think you will see, and we saw this in the Raider game is you know derwin goes to where the problem is you know we saw a lot of darren waller and there wasn't a lot of darren waller until the second half when derwin wasn't covered anymore and then they're like all right get back on darren waller so i think you'll see a lot of derwin on travis kelsey yeah just because you know even even though you know as i'm looking at the box right in front of me here I, i think it was six players with at least three receptions yeah so kelsey but but then you look up and it's like yeah kelsey still had eight receptions on 10 targets. So it's like, that's still where he wants to go. So if you can take that away and say, fine, you can spread it out to Sky Moore and Marquez Valdez, Scantling and Juju do all of that. You're not going to have Travis Kelsey. So that's, that's the one coverage thing I'd point out. Yeah. I think you're gonna see a lot of Derwin on, on Travis. And that's I love this because
1: the next the next question is the most effective way to deploy Derwin tomorrow to slow down Mahomes as much as possible. I think that's, that's it. That's it. Yeah. The, so, to see Darwin in the first quarter rush on the same side as mac get the sack and then the last defensive play of the game to say i want Devonte Adams." it yeah. goes one-on-one with adams it just shows you his value man it, it, he can do anything you want him to do on the field but i think checking 87 get his hands on him early and throughout the, the entire game that's probably where he's best suited
0: yeah he played high he played box he played slot corner he played outside corner he played edge rusher. Um, I mean, it's there's no one like him. There's just there's nobody in the NFL like Derwin that can do what he can do. And my, look, you don't blitz Mahomes. You just don't. So I don't think we're gonna see a lot of that from him. And I look, they'll dial one up. I'm sure there's gonna be one time where they yeah. feel like, okay, we see it. But if I had to guess, Derwin's role is gonna be take. Take take 87 away. that what number Travis is? He's 87.
1: 87, yep. Next couple of questions about Derwin and Kelsey. How did they neutralize Kelsey in the fourth quarter in OT? Derwin. Uh, I think late, late in the year, Derwin was hurt during that game and, yes. and couldn't go. Uh, and, and you saw the result. Well, yeah. Just they, they completely wrecked him in the,
0: the fourth quarter in overtime. You know, when Derwin had – well, the entire secondary got destroyed in that game, remember. So, it was uh, as soon as – can't remember who went down, but Tavon went in. And it was just pick on number 20 over and over and over again. And that's something Patrick's going to do. He's going to find the mismatch and exploit it until you figure out how to plug that hole. Yeah,
1: and and I think even if JC doesn't go tonight, the way Asante played, the way Bryce Callahan played, and Michael Davis, the the secondary is much deeper than it was in 2021. Um, This is a good question. And I I thought about this when we got the news that Harrison Bucker would be out today. How likely is it that the Chiefs, go for it on fourth down a little bit more than usual that's another little wrinkle in this game
0: look we have we have played uh, we have we have watched games the chargers have played the chiefs in enough to know how big of a factor Butker has been uh, yeah. you think yeah. about herbert's first ever start and 57 yarder yeah right? two a fi- two fifty eights, i think as it was so, yeah back-to-back 58s one to send it to overtime one to win it in overtime um so yeah that's huge you know Amendola's. There's a reason why he's not on a roster and, you know, is, is acting as a filling. He doesn't have near the leg that Butker does. He's got one of the biggest in the league. So you're talking about kickoffs that are now returnable. Uh, I think I looked at Amandola's stats. He's zero for three on kicks over 50 yards. So you're taking one of the most effective weapons that they have in a tight game. And every one of these games have been so tight and
1: it's gone. So I, I think that that looms large for sure. Uh, let's see here. Uh, good early morning, Chris. Welcome to town. Will we see Austin E. more this week on third down, or do we think Sony will continue that change of pace back? That was a bit of a surprise to me last week. Yeah, agree. I think we already talked about it. I expect to see a lot more Austin. Yeah. Uh, without Keenan, who do you feel will take the next step forward that isn't okay. talked about much? DeAndre. Everett, Palmer, Guyton, Carter, Sony, all the above. I mean, yeah. I, I think whoever, whoever Justin feels comfortable throwing the ball yeah. to. Yeah um let's see here in terms of snaps though I think it just
0: goes back to what we talked about you know Josh Josh and Michael play on the outside I think you'll see Carter in that slot and I mean coach Lombardi does a great job of mixing that up too I mean he'll put every guy in the slot and put every guy in the outside and be totally you know guys are flexible it's so
1: important in a wide receiver room what is money's go-to barbecue protein in Kansas City what side does he order with it this is 100 percent a serious question protein. I mean, I guess protein, like
0: I guess beef, you know, that's that's the protein, like what style, uh, like pulled pork. Um, oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Is it pork? Yeah, so last night we had uh, I had some burnt ends, I had some brisket, I had some baby backs, you know, we kind of got the whole platter thing going and was just picking at it. Um, woke up at 1 a.m. with meat sweats, it's not cool. It happens every time I come here, I say I'm not going to eat as much, and I do. I overdo it. Um, side, um, boy, that's tough because I, I, I'm such a side guy. You know, I love them all. I like greens. At the same time, you know, if you're eating barbecue, you probably want like uh, Jack Stack. They do that. They do the cornbread. They do the jalapeno cornbread. And man, it is just it's, it should be illegal. It's so good. <laughs> so what you got in like that cast like- iron pan. Um, but you know, love corn on the cob. I'm a big fan of that. Um, had the baked potato last night, which was way too much. Now I'm about to fall asleep talking about it. I need a nap.
1: I got the judges plate at uh, Q39. Oh, yeah? I was, I was, what was the verdict? I, guilty? I, I was guilty. <laughs> I, I, got, I think I got, th- I got three meats, Oof. and I crushed them all. And of course you did. I'm feeling the effects today. Yeah. Uh, Athir has a question for Matt Money Smith. Will coach Staley be very aggressive tonight with Herbert or rely on his defense? I am optimistic about our defense, but let me hear you please. Um, that's a great question. And I, I think, you know, when you go
0: back to the Thursday night game last year and going forward on all of those fourth downs, I think there's a belief that you cannot win games against the chiefs by scoring field goals that they're just going to trade touchdowns for field goals. And before you know it, you're down 14 to six. And you're scrambling, so I, I think you will continue to see that type of aggression. That
1: you have to score touchdowns to beat this team. Three points is not gonna do it. Yep. Let's see what else we got here. Um, if JC Jackson plays will be he be matched up on Juju or MVS? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who it, knows? It, yeah.
0: <laughs> All of them. That Andy Reid moves guys around way too much for for you to travel with someone. If you travel, they end up catching you, and a guy springs wide open. So.
1: Alexis, let them know why they keep bringing up quote defense must get to Mahomes and all that. Yes, it's true, but Chiefs aren't playing any random either. <laughs> they got to worry about Justin Herbert, so this isn't Mahomes only. Chiefs got to worry about Herbert too. I think that that's obvious. Nope. Yeah,
0: I think the 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 idea behind that though is you you know it goes back to the blitz conversation. You can't blitz them. That, yeah. That's why it's so important to get home with four. And I think what we saw last year in Kansas City by putting the top on the def- keeping the top on the defense is force him to make multiple throws, work his way down the field, and that's how you get two forced fumbles, two interceptions. You know, like in that Cardinals game, you know, there were two interception-worthy throws that he made, one in the end zone that was just flat-out dropped. I don't remember who the defensive back was, but, um, you know, Mahomes will put it out there. You know, he will put – and that's kind of where – that conversation with JC comes in a guy that's led the league in interceptions since he came into the league, and you know our conversation about Nas. You know last year it was Aloy that got that pick, you know from that safety from that high safety spot. So you know that's what you want to do. Just force him to make more throws down the field than those splash plays that just freaking crush your soul.
1: Yeah, I think Alexis is basically saying, okay, we saw Mahomes with 360 yards, five touchdowns, and it's all about him, but Justin can do his thing. He's oh, done yeah. it in Arrowhead
0: too, a couple 100%. of times, you know, hundred percent. And that's why I was saying, you know, at the start when you were asking about, <clears throat> you know, X factors, I brought up Carl because, you know, that that's why they, they went out and got him. They know they need more edge pressure for Justin. Yeah. You know, Chris Jones does a great job of getting push in the pocket, but when Justin's rolling out to the edges and there's no one there waiting for him, you know, now you've got Clark on one side and actually there's a lot of Mike Dana in that game against the, uh, the Cardinals, um, but Carl is going to be a huge addition.
1: I, I talked to Kyle Van Noy for CBS last night as uh, as he was getting off the plane. And, and we at, talked to him about the fact that Mahomes, short week, how do you prepare? And he's like, you know what? It's more about what we do. He's like, Mahomes, Hall of Fame player, great player. But, like, if, if we do what we're supposed to do, yeah. I think we're going to be okay. And, and just a calming presence like that and a guy who's been in games, like, Kyle Noy has been in a ton of huge games. Sure, He's 7-2 and two on Thursday night. He had, uh, I think, 10 tackles and two sacks in the A.C. Championship game here a few years ago. So I think having that veteran leadership that, frankly, I think was lacking last year on this defense, it, I think it's a big thing for, the, for this Chargers D.
0: Yeah, it can't hurt. I yeah. mean, that's for sure. You know, calm when the storm is raging. You yeah. know, have someone to kind of steady... Steady the ship. Um, and they have so many of those guys this year compared to – I mean, you should look at the acquisitions, right? J.C. Jackson, you know, who did it with Bill Belichick for all those years, you know, in Super Bowls. Uh, Kyle Van who's won Super Bowls with Bill Belichick. Khalil Mack has been a defensive player of the year and an anchor of defenses, you know. So, yeah, I, I you know, not to mention having Derwin Healthy, who's the ultimate leader on that side of the ball. Um, there's a lot of guys you can lean on, you know, when – you know, what we expect in a one score game and there's two minutes left and either you're protecting a four point lead or you got to get the ball back to the offense because you're trailing by two. Like that's just what I expect to see out there tonight and to have more of those players that have been in those situations uh, is, you know, cannot hurt.
1: Hey, Pinto, come in here to close us out. All right, buddy, we're doing this in the lobby. We saw Ryan Fitzpatrick and Richard
2: Sherman walk by a few minutes ago, but Francisco Pinto's Which word is, uh, you know, um, Andrew, you know, uh, the the title for the... For Whitworth. The Whitworth, yeah. Whitworth. He's Whitworth. hard to miss. Yeah, this, this, I'm sorry, at yeah, this time, I mean, you realize right away who's a morning person here and that guy over there, he's <laughs> way too awake. Oh, yeah. For <laughs> me. He's like... <laughs> That's it, man. You know, he's like going. I mean, like, there's I, a difference when you guys were still in the bar. I was um, asleep, man. No, 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 no. I was I went, like, it was like <laughs> eleven was o'clock, and I was in bed last yeah. night. I think it's just the amount of barbecue I, I had last night. I mean, yeah. it's, I'm just feeling, you know, sluggish. Oh, yeah. So yeah, but that's that's a that's a morning guy right there. Yeah. Must be the the, the waves. Yeah. That's yeah, exactly right. Surf, yes, you know, Could, so get that's the reason. Exactly you know. Right.
0: I tried. I tried to find some. There was a river next to the highway, but
2: <laughs> there wasn't enough it wind work. to create
0: a wave. It didn't work. I got some sort of bacteria in me now. But whatever. You got to chase it wherever you
1: can. What uh, oh, half of the uh, Chargers, the Spanish language team joining us, Francisco Pinto. and uh, Pinto, we, we answered a bunch of questions about this game. What are
2: you most excited for tonight? Oh, it's so great. Every time uh, Mahomes and Herbert go, you know, against, against, it starts, it starts there. And uh, I keep, we were talking last night, you know, about the challenges of this offense. And you think, well, we just went against Adams and Renfro and, you know, obviously Waller. But we didn't go against 15, you know, number 15. And he, he changes everything, you know. He's different from Carr, obviously, you know. He's so elusive. And, and he extends, you know, he extends plays like nobody else can in the NFL really at that level. I keep thinking Derwin James. To me, that's so important for this game because he's one of the few guys who can actually stay with uh, Travis Kelsey. And Kelsey, I'm sure you guys mentioned it already. I mean, he's like the security blanket for, for Mahomes. And, and if you take that guy away, then things start getting a little more complicated for them. That doesn't seem that they're not going to find a way to solve it because Mahomes is so special. But Kelsey is really important in this offense, and, uh, and I think that the, the, the job, the work that Derwin James has been able to do against him in the past is a good, is a good sign for the Chargers. I'm
0: glad, uh, Francisco, you brought that up because it is something that we missed, and, and shame on me for, for not bringing it up when we talked about that Raider game. You brought up Renfro. And the fact that, you know, Callahan was brought in here, Bryce Callahan. We didn't bring him up. Um, Just what a great job he did on Renfro. Two catches, 12 yards, including a pick when he jumped the route because Derek Carr was under pressure. Was he even
1: targeted in the first half? No,
0: not a single time. And, I mean, that was essentially Callahan was on him the entire time. So, you know, again, shame on me for not bringing that up because we know Renfro has torched the Chargers in years past. So to have him, and that's probably going to be that Sky Moore you know spot you know they've been putting you know they've started out it's one game and the guy's a rookie but he's been playing a lot of that slot he's that elusive super quick out of breaks uh player so you know that's going to probably be a task that's dropped to to callahan and man he played great in his charger debut
1: he did and you know we were just talking about derwin like Derwin's success against kelsey though in the past yeah. it's been high and, and, and you can put him all over the field but he's best suited
2: on, uh, on number 87. So unique, such yeah. a special special player, so smart and, and athletic. I mean, it's, it's one of the few, really, at that level, in that position in the NFL. Other thing that I'm looking forward is, you know, uh, the, 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 the Raiders had, obviously, Jones and, and Crosby on, uh, on the edges. The pressure for Kansas City comes in a different way. You know, they have Chris Jones there, who's a really, really good, uh, tackle, you know, he's scary, and yeah. and uh, um, the, the the offensive lines are pretty good on the left side for both teams. I mean, these guys—they have Orlando Brown, and and who's who's the guy that came from from the, the, the Joe majors. Tooney yeah, yeah, Tooney, who's great. You know, those as we have Slater and uh, you know Tyler and, and and Corey Linsley, um, I think that that's that's a, an important part of the game as well. And um, whatever happens with uh, with with that. Uh, defensive pressure that the, the Chargers were able to put in the middle with uh, obviously with uh, Austin Johnson and Sebastian Joseph Day against the Raiders is going to be really critical against the, against the Chiefs. They ran for almost 130 yards you know, against the, the, the Arizona Cardinals. I don't think that's going to happen against, uh, against the Chargers. I think that they are... Brandon Staley said to me this week the, the, the pocket looks different this year. When those two guys collapse, you know the numbers might not be there, but the packet looks different. You know the first push yeah. is completely different with uh, with Austin Johnson and with the Sebastian Joseph Day. You know it's powerful. It's, it, it just it, it makes the whole packet feel different, and that's why they were able to bring pressure for, from other sides. So uh, there's so many aspects of this game. You know that make makes it. Um, really exciting. Arrowhead is obviously one of them. That's, that's, I've told many people before, you know, I've been fortunate to cover the different sport, sporting events in the world, World Cups and things where things get really loud. That place is different. Arrowhead is different yeah. when everybody's is there and they go nuts. It's uh, it's a unique place, but Herbert has played there before. And the Chargers have played there. They played all well and, and they have they have won. Yeah. So it's nothing like it's nothing they haven't seen before.
1: When the draft, uh, I think it was, I think it was round one when this game was announced in April. Yes, um, we've been waiting for this one since April. Um, what are you expecting tonight, Money?
0: Great game. Yeah, you know, just to put it simply, you know, win lose, I expect it's going to be a great game because they always are. Uh, I'd, I'd be very surprised if one team. Uh, really got ahead and took advantage of the other. I just don't see it. I think the two teams are way too good, yeah. way too yeah. deep, quarterbacks are too good um, at coming back from deep deficits. So I anticipate it to be another one of those, and, you know, and, and hopefully we're gonna get it for another 10 years, You know, twice a year with these two, you know, fighting for the division crown. You know, if, if one team can get the better of the other in both games, um, especially if you can get that win on the road like the Chargers did last year, and you think about how last year played out, you know, they had that opportunity, to sweep on that Thursday night at SoFi late in the season, and had they done that, they would have been in first place. They would have been essentially too clear of the Chiefs because of the tiebreaker. And then you see the Chiefs rally, get the split, and go on to win the division, um, you know, and, and make it to the uh, the AFC Championship game. So hopefully this will be uh, similar. You this, know?
1: this is what I think about though. Like it, it was a little bit different last year in, in how the year started. It was like two straight NFC East opponents with so much hype around this division if you can go 2-0 in the AFC west with a bunch of new guys still figuring it out and get a oh, win yeah. against the raiders and then on the road against kansas city and you look at the schedule it looks pretty favorable over these next five six weeks i mean I, it's it's week those two the I, I don't want to act me. like you.
2: those are the ones that scare me though because yeah. yeah. no, you're, you're right you're right the raiders and it, chiefs and, and, and I then well now it gets easier <laughs> i don't want
1: to make a week two game bigger than it is but if you I know what t- you mean
0: though. The, the, if you go
1: two and on the AFC yeah. West, if yeah.
0: they lose and it's a split, you're like, great. Yeah. You know what? One and yeah. one, and now you, you know what you believe is a soft spot in the schedule with Houston and Cleveland and Jacksonville. And you know, I totally understand what you're saying. Like a, a win is huge to go two and zero against you know two people that are comp- two teams that we think are really good and are going to be vying. For the, uh, for the division crown and then to have the ability to carry that into that momentum of the soft spot in your schedule and you feel like wow, this team could be 5-0, and 6-0 and like that's when things really start snowballing and you feel great about rolling downhill
2: and just crushing everything in your path. Final word. I'm with Manny, it's, it's gonna be a great game and I, that's why I can't wait. I mean, these teams are so close you know, and they know. I mean, Herbert can play with my, he can play with Mahomes. You know, he can throw course, with Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, he, we all know that. I mean, this offense is. You know, we've heard them in the past, and they know that Andy Reid. You know, old school, one of the great coaches this uh, this league has has had ever. You know, he's not gonna give props to anybody before he. That's not his style. You know, you see Andy Reid talking. Yeah, he's good. It's getting better. You know, it's, it's natural. The progression, the experience. He knows. He knows number ten. They know him very well. Eric Bieniemy does. You know, they, Spagnolo. They all do the team. You know, they all do know the team that is going to be playing against them tonight. You know, and that's basically where the Chargers are today. The Chargers are in the, they are in the picture for real. You know, everybody knows. You know what the t- what this team can do, and that that's exciting. You know, that's that's what we're here for, and, and I can't I can't wait. I can't wait for this game. Let's get this we podcast, get this podcast
1: up for the fans now. A right. forty-five minutes Q and A with me and Money. I gotta do doing it I gotta end. go
0: do some cleans. No. <laughs> What's what 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 going about? on? No, We're going to do no, some cleans. No. Look how slowly it's. I hardly
2: know what I said lifts, now. Forget it. No question. No, <laughs> Money's I mean, go. I think he
1: already did them. I think
2: he did it before he rolled up. Money's <laughs> gonna go try a lake now. That's right. Somewhere to go find something. Let the guy catch his waves. That's right.
1: Listen to my guys tonight. Uh, For Francisco, buddy, I'm Chris. This has been Chargers Weekly, week two.